to all of those who loved him, all of us who still look for the black number three in the field, if you look real hard, they say you can still see him there. If you listen with us to the following song, well, perhaps you just might feel him here with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, here to remember Dale Earnhardt. TC and Jake. I've got a bone to pick with you. On your goddamn birthday. I might have a fucking skeleton. On your birthday? To pick with you. I come here in peace on your birthday. I came here to my home, having recently picked up some McDonald's. Okay. Hand a bag full of McDonald's to my wife, and you know what I hear, Jake, for the first time in my goddamn life? Looks like these fries are short. I've been eating the same amount of fries out of her bag the entire fucking time. Oh, no. I and blew Lou it. slips over here. I blew it for the Makes her team. wise to the thing. I had to give her half my fries. Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely walking up to Donovan at Ticketstock and asking, well, where's Twiggy? Yes. <laughs> Damn, man. I didn't even think about the tremors, the aftershocks that I could cause. I mean, all you really have to do is just buck up an extra dollar nineteen and buy a small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's about what you're usually eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's really no other, a, like no one else is fry. buying a small fry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they offer it. No, but it's in like a little fucking uh, little bag, like you would get a little hot pie in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a little yeah. bakery. You know they're doing uh, holiday pies. I'd never seen those before, but I was I was in a McDonald's yesterday and saw a holiday pie. How's the McDonald's pie consumption like? Not for you, just in general. You think that's still Boy, it I seems don't like know. once they added like McFlurries and a lot of other tricked up sweets option, the pie. I think that in general, uh, fast food sweets, we're not there yet. We need to keep trying. Like as as far as like uh, you know, because I'll I'll like I'll grab food and then I, I do always want a little little special snack, yeah, uh, a little treat for pops, <laughs> and or you know like uh, driving home from the bars or something. You know, I'll be like, boy, I'd I'd, I'd sure like a like something to, to finish the night off but now uh the the sprinkles cupcake atm that's good for that that's still in play oh it's, it's very like an uptown or something or west uh, preston or center preston center yes yeah, the northwest highway and the tollway that still doesn't seem logistically feasible to me like what? that they have to they have to re- replace them every day right i mean it's next to a sprinkles okay so, so it's just if you don't want to go in i've seen them do it well it's uh you know, I mean, like the the, the sprinkles is not open at two thirty a.m. Oh, okay. The ATM okay. is, and okay. I've I've seen it. Like it's around like closing time, they'll go and they'll they'll load up a whole bunch of cupcakes in there. And those are probably fresh when they do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never had a problem with like you know that this tasted stale or something. Just it's much like I I think that there used to be more butterflies. Uh, from my own observations i think that i remember the mcdonald's apple pie being a bigger deal when i was a kid like my, i think my grandparents they if like we went them? there would get that yeah i don't know that i've ever had one but <laughs> i got on a sunday kick for a while oh yeah they used to sell them for a dollar um that was one of the three uh with your student id things you could get right there on cooper hmm. in my year and a half or whatever uta and that was one of them a and W had a dollar burger. A and W has a fucking mean burger. I like A and W. Seems like those have kind of dwindled a little bit as well. Indeed they have they some have. sort of weird partnership. No, A and W is with something. LJS's. 
I don't know what LJS is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Long, Long John, John Silvers. Silvers. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah. DQ was partnered with uh, the Mall Orange Julius place. Right? Yes, yes, and, and I believe still are. Who's fucking who teamed up with Cinnabon? Uh, Schlotsky's was selling Cinnabon <laughs> for a little bit. Dude, I would absolutely love some sort of art depicting all the... These are the Wesley Clarks of yeah. Pizza Hut Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. The off the beaten path failed or That's a good point. If I, if I lived uh, close enough to a uh, Schlotsky's <laughs> slash Cinnabon, that would be what I'm looking for as far as just being able to get some drive through sweets that are top quality sweets. Yeah. Because that apple pie is not really doing it for me at this point. My fond memory of the apple pie is uh, in the Scouts when I was in the seventh grade. The same trip where I was uh, sitting next to Jeff Storms and he had all his CDs and uh, he had found a way around. This is the first time I talked to someone who's uh who was able to buy parental advisory cds like his parents felt the way my parents did of like no way you can have that stuff but uh he had a friend who i became friends with a little later whose parents just like didn't check like they just they didn't really know about the sticker they didn't really care they you they would just take you to the cd store you would buy some cds and they'd be like oh it's cool you got cds all right let's go home okay so they are with him yeah 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 but I mean, you know, they might even they're be like waiting the in the wiser. car or whatever. Yeah. You know, they they just don't give a shit. You know, right. like they're they're not aware of the uh, the dangers posed because <laughs> it's not like they were like uh, parents that had like let you smoke in the house or something. <laughs> anyway, you know, like there were other regular suburban parents. Right. Just this particular facet of parenting, they were not focused on, and that was the uh, loophole that allowed us to listen to significant other on the way to Colorado. But uh, in in like the Boy Scout, uh, you know, van or whatever. Um, they would stop at McDonald's, I think like twice on the, like that was how many was required to get to Colorado. It was a two McDonald's trip. And, uh, my parents were not on the trip. Say so just handed me like 20 bucks. And they were like, this is food there and back. And, uh, like the, the scoutmaster or whatever, it was like, so what do you want? And I just kind of look like, this is the first time that I did not have an adult looking right. over my shoulder with veto power. Like I really think in my life the where I could do <laughs> yeah. where they were just like, whatever on the menu sounds good to you. And I was like, two apple pies. <laughs> <laughs> why That's my lunch. Why, why stop it too? Because <laughs> uh, I had 20. I mean, you know, I, had, I, had to, I had to stretch Ration. it. I don't know. Maybe, I, I'll tell you, I spent that 20 bucks on apple pies. <laughs> One so, way or the other, divide uh, it up. I, I might have gotten three. I don't fucking, you know, I mean, it was a long time ago. I just know I got as many apple pies as I could get on that trip with the money I was given. What would your top ranked fast food treat? Because... I remember the McFlurry fucking the game up pretty hard when it came out. I don't like McFlurries. I don't really either, but it's more just that I don't... I did have a Sunday kick because they were a dollar. And Sunday is my favorite... Uh, I think we've, we've mentioned this as we're just looping this podcast every year over and over. Yes, that is what's happening. Uh -huh. The Sunday was definitely my favorite, and that's like a real snotty kid thing. Like, no, I don't just want ice cream. Yeah, give me a Sunday. So much so... That it pretty much is just ice cream, man. Yeah, but the key are the other three. Nuts, syrup, whipped cream. Yeah, I don't like nuts. And I was I was I got into a deal where I was making those bad boys at home. <laughs> couple times a week that was a uh a, a top move for the uh, slumber party the, oh yeah the parents who had the sunday bar set out oh god damn yeah on uh purchasing um the cds now that my dad is like uh is, is a is become bill simmons dad uh-huh and that he's foisted upon me in my career but everyone hates him whenever uh he bought me hooray for boobies and we opened it up in the car 
Um, he looked at it and he just started cry laughing. <laughs> and he took his finger out and put it through the middle part. Yeah. He was like holding it up and was like, look. <laughs> look like he made the little protruding <laughs> nip it's a titty that's yeah. what you're supposed and to do i'm like got out of my mouth on my there. tongue through yeah, there that's what it said yeah, that's what it said yeah. yeah um yeah it is your birthday hey thanks um and on your birthday i learned i tweeted this this morning and I, this may be a really limited scope of people that this is gonna fuck up but i have an app that i still pay apec for because uh, they're good people. I want them to make money. I'm just going to the Grapevine Rec, but I pay them to use like this little, they make a little program for you. Okay. And one of the warm ups is just the standard, you know, it's all the same, like cross in front right, cross in front left, cross behind right, cross left. Like you're just basic locomotion, 10 minute little get your heart rate up, get your, your, your lower half in particular stretched out. And I am here to tell you that for the past 23 years, probably starting with whatever sixth grade or seventh grade football coach I had that didn't know this either, mm -hmm. thought that right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot in front of one another to loosen your hips up, I just thought that was called karaoke. And I've never once considered why. I think I thought it was because like the front half is mirroring the back half and I'm like over and under and over and under. Well, that's a lot of thinking. But I think I probably thought that once and then thought that matter is settled. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I've never really revisited it. And I was fucking floored this morning when I opened that app and I see C-A-R-I-O-C-A, -A, karaoke. So as to mean like a Brazilian dance that's like, I guess, affiliated with Portuguese culture or something? Well, yes, of course. You've heard of karaoke before. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was also on a football team in middle school. We, we, uh, we did this. I was... Uh, we, do I, it, we would do it at APEC all the time, and I still thought I was hearing them say karaoke. See, I uh, just... I say, like, every time I'm referring to that drill, I say karaoke, but it's, it's with the knowledge that that's not the actual name, and I just can never remember the name and it's close enough and everyone knows what I mean. So like, fuck it. Who cares? If you but were asked I, I to definitely make a workout plan, would recall. you have spelled it like karaoke I did not know uh, the spelling of it. I, I I was surprised to learn that there were C's when I saw your tweet. And it's actually karaoke. Yeah. And I know this is, this is a very small deal, but it is. anybody who played <laughs> junior high football, uh, you know, high school football, junior high football, or any, like, it's just... It's it's this is the mispronunciation minute. Last week we did Doncic, and this week I'm learning that karaoke is karaoke, and it's spelled like tapioca. And uh, I I was planning on enjoying your birthday, <laughs> <laughs> but this really kind of threw you for a loop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I somewhat recall like the first day when they were explaining, you know, like this is what this is called, and I was just kind of like. Yeah, it's probably just easier forever, and if we all just call it karaoke, huh? And this, yeah, this seemed to be a consensus that uh, formed pretty quickly amongst the team. And I mean, a lot of that shit has dumb names. We went. You don't really ask about, yeah, like drills and stuff. You're just like, okay, that makes sense. It's karaoke. We're doing karaoke. But I don't know. It's been very unsettling for me. Yeah, I didn't know that it was to loosen up your hips. I just know they told us to do it. So I mean, I did yeah, it. I assume you know you're like kicking all that the way sounds over right. Yeah. yeah, and it but feels good. They were not like uh, like our, our our middle school coaches were not like uh, into fucking like bioscience or anything. <laughs> they were just kind of like do these drills. Shut the fuck up. I mean this 
as no disrespect, uh-huh. because I know we have a decent number of educators slash coaches who listen to this show, and I imagine Accurate. that it's come a long way uh, in the twenty to twenty five years since we were in the in the thick of it. I guess for me, probably in, you know through high school, which is only like 15, 16 years, because I think that probably on balance, when it comes to not like teaching you how to be committed and responsible and show up for practice and everything. But when we're talking about actual ways in which they impact your body, I think you're probably worse off allowing your 12 or 13 year old to be coached by most seventh or eighth grade football coaches <laughs> and their general knowledge of like uh, physiology. Yeah. Real and hit and miss, you know, I'm not sure that let's just have you squat as much fucking weight as you possibly can and then bench and call that. We'll just do that every other day, and that's like our workout during the season. You would, uh, no. Well, during the season, yeah, we would. Lift we never twice. did weights during the season. Yeah, in high school, you would do it twice a week. But even that, like, just thinking back to the off-season weightlifting programs. Again, I'm positive they've come a long way. And our coaches would like make lip service to like you can stunt your growth if you do this too much. Like, man, I just remember hearing like, oh, yeah. Ugh, put weights put weights and i'm like man my fucking back hurts <laughs> yeah this doesn't feel healthy at all yeah no i uh it's it's a real mixed bag uh you know our, our seventh grade coach was a, a pretty nice man who you know I, I thought uh cared about the kids and uh was putting them first and our eighth grade coach kind of felt like he was a uh, general Patton. <laughs> And uh, that that this this fucking battlefield of eighth grade Plano football was but de- even demanded one, a uh, level of toughness that he was willing to supply. He just wanted to get the best out of you. I even disagree. the one with his <laughs> heart the in the right place. Technically, I'm not so sure he was sound. Uh, tweet that fucked me up the most in the last week and made really, uh, I guess, karaoke has taken that. But before this morning, Troy pointed out that um, there's a really good chance that. Trump just thinks well done means good. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. And it's been sticking with me. Like well done steak. He's like, well, I don't want one of the shittily done ones. <laughs> Who would opt for that? Like they, he asked, like whenever he first encountered steak, he's like, well, what kinds do you have? And uh, they started from the top. They're like, well done. And he's like, stop there. <laughs> and I don't need to hear anything and else. Given his... Uh, his likes for luxury had they even got to rare he might have been like fuck that sounds yeah, awesome yeah yeah medium no way no <laughs> medium is not for him no but like he never got rare, all the way I like down the sound of that yeah but like he he heard well done and was like <laughs> of course i'm rich <laughs> yeah and then someone sent us the it's idea unlikely that, but uh i do love the thought <laughs> have you ever heard of super tasters um that was a weird one yeah i, I saw that tweet but i don't remember what was what's the deal I guess it's, uh, this is a real thing. I, I don't, I did a, did do a Google search for Trump super taster and his doctor that said that he's the healthiest man alive didn't mention this in the report, mm-hmm. but basically that there are people who, and this makes sense, right? You know, everybody's taste buds different. It's, there's some people that are so different that like everything is bitter to them. Really? Yeah, that like the that the way that they're that sounds rough. The the fungi or whatever on their tongue interact with food, it makes everything taste terrible to them. Like everything. Then does anything taste terrible? That's a good point. But I guess it's just bitter. Maybe you don't know the difference, but it says here, like in particular and you mentioned this last week that uh cilantro is a big problem for these people. Yeah. 
um, coffee, soy products, carbonated water, cabbage, kale, uh, green tea. So I guess it's just a bunch of stuff that sucks. There was a, you ever heard of the Judge John Hodgman podcast? I have not. You know, John Hodgman? No. He's an actor. Uh, you remember those uh, uh, Mac and computer commercials where like there'd be a person who'd be like, I'm oh, a Mac. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy used to be on uh, on The Daily Show. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has podcasts where like people will bring personal disputes and he will adjudicate them as if it is a court proceeding. I like it. And uh, I don't even remember what the dispute. Oh, it was uh, the, the the people didn't want to have uh, TV in the bedroom. Guy guy wanted TV in the Classic. bedroom. Wife didn't want TV in the bedroom. Um, me, I'm not letting that get to Judge John Hodgman. I got no goddamn TV in the bedroom. Yeah, I sleep in the bedroom. No, you have a specific degree of <laughs> autonomy again that uh is not recognized at well, all at least levels until the, you go planting ideas i was gonna say i was gonna say so i'm gonna recuse myself <laughs> from any further comment i mean i've tried to uh make a I, I i feel like the best compromise is uh uh i believe last christmas might have been two christmases ago got her uh you know the, the nicest ipad that that seemed uh possible and she's got like a little uh little setup where like it's a thing that'll hold the ipad in the bed so that it's like comfortable and all so oh, i need to hear about that the uh the end thing of like uh it's got like spider legs it's it's really cool it's a good deal oh i like that and um so you know as far as like being able to watch shows in the bedroom compromise. not impossible huh it's a compromise it is yeah yeah so it's you know uh we're, we're trying um but yeah, so he, uh, the guy who wanted the TV in the bedroom, uh, is like a, a like professor of tasteology at Florida. <laughs> I don't remember his title exactly, but he's a scientist dealing with like food and taste and stuff. And uh, to start off the podcast, John was like, "Could you just tell us something about taste that we don't know?" And uh, the guy explained that what we understand is flavor, like that. The way that like uh, if like milk goes down your or uh, like how milk can come out of your nose, mm -hmm. like that there's you're you're got a lot of mixing there. Like the your nose like kind of starts like where your tongue ends. If that makes sense. Oh, I'm I'm aware of that. I had a tube put up my nose one time uh, and down my throat, and it was very clear it was all connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds uncomfortable. It was fucking awful. Every time I inhaled, I could feel it in the back of my throat. Oh God uh but so what we understand is flavor <laughs> is in fact like uh like half your tongue half your nose like it's you don't really know like it's not like you smell it you know what i mean but like your your olfactory sense is back there where the food's going so that that's why whenever you have a cold like things don't taste uh, as strong and um will leach and several other people i presume uh don't have the ability to smell and i've always wondered how that makes things taste for them well, if it's half and half, maybe they just have like a dulled sense. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know if it would like make it so that it's drastically different. Like the the foods that you like, you'd be like, ah, it's fucking gross, and vice versa. Or if it's just like everything tastes like it does to you, just less. I used to try the pin my nose when I had to eat vegetables I didn't want to eat when I was a kid thing. Still that, wasn't great. It didn't work. Yeah, I mean, that's not really Even how 50%, it... 50%. Yeah. It's not going for... Like, it's not your nostrils that are participating in this right, process. It's, whole, it's the it's the back of your, your deal. Uh, 
So I, I uh, arrived back here about 20 minutes before the start of this podcast because I went and uh, visited my friend Mike in, in Houston. Uh, it was, I, was, I was on assignment. Uh, I assume that within the next week or so, all will be revealed of uh, what my special trip to Houston was about. It's, it's very like drug dealer. <laughs> what? Just like oh, I'm just gonna hop down to Houston for the day and come yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah. It it definitely sounds had an item I had to pick up. Yeah, that <laughs> or you you heard about someone who testified against a cop uh, in a murder trial, and you just had to take a trip for a day. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, kind of like that. Um, but it it reminded me of something that I've been meaning to uh, to discuss with you for a while. Just a brief topic. Don't know if you've experienced this, uh, and I, I'd love to hear from other people. And I don't know. I guess in one way I'm offering advice, but I'm also kind of like uh, wondering if you should take the advice. So <laughs> the best kind. My problem is is that my shitting experience is too nice. That you know about the. Okay. Uh, you know about the the wipes that I've always got some baby wipes just sitting there right by the toilet to uh, to finish things off. It's just um, finish off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, have you seen those shit balls that are in the sewage? I mean, I'm not really sure that I care at this point, but and I got the flushable kind. Yeah, but I think they say that even those are. And I like I said, I don't know that I care because when I have it, I'll finish off with it. But have you seen those things? No. There's like I'll f- keep talking. But yeah, it's it's more like uh, I don't know that we need to describe this in great detail, but um, I don't know. Whenever you're using toilet paper, like if you if you're really trying to get in there, like sometimes you end up leaving some of the toilet paper, and this thing will get it out of there. You know, it's called a fatberg. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Yeah, and they will they're clogging up. It's grease for people who pour grease and baby wipes, hmm. and then shit. Mm-hmm. And it's a major problem for big cities in that, uh, yeah, they're they're just like huge. God damn, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see it. Okay. Um, I will not make that big. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, but so I've, I've got that going on. And, and that one's an easy enough one to solve for the most part. Because if I'm going on a trip such as this one. Pack the wipes. I do just throw, throw, throw a little half pack in the bag. I love it. What do you no just problem. put it in like a little Ziploc? <laughs> No, just like uh, usually I would I like usually the one that I've been using like I've I've kind okay. of used up half of them so I'll you know place out a fresh one and then take the uh, the half half used one with me wherever I'm going. Like Trump, you want one and a half containers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> at all times, that's what I need. Ready to go. Um, but the other thing is, uh, I don't even know how this ended up in the house because one of our friends was telling us about they saw on Shark Tank that there was a thing called the Squatty Potty. Oh, yeah. And I think that Megan just, like, heard us talking about it. Because the weird thing is, she doesn't use it. But I use it. I do, too, when I'm here. And it's goddamn amazing. It is. For a while, I uh, didn't need... I do need one now. But if you think about my old house, I just adopted the squatty potty technique and sort of improv because my toilet was so up on close the shower. to the bathtub. Yeah. yeah. So I would just put my feet up on the bathtub and get the same level of support. It makes total sense. When they showed the fucking chart on Shark Tank, I yeah. was like, How? I mean, this is the t- that's the rare type of thing that much like bleaching, or not bleaching, but sunbathing your asshole, that has probably, that was probably something people did for healing or health thousands of years ago. And much like the people who forgot 
uh, about like uh, concrete buildings or whatever we were talking about last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were probably using something adjacent to the squatty potty pre-Christ. There had to be an intermediate step. Right. And then... Because if you think about it, like whenever we didn't have toilets at all, you're squatting to take a shit. Right. Like it's probably a fairly recent and not universal, I might add, uh, you know, in China, they still yeah. like not, not everyone, but I, here's the most direct evidence I have. My grandmother took a trip to China in the eighties and she kept a diary and I have read the diary. And in that she describes, uh, that they took a trip to rural China, just like uh, on the, the tour or whatever. Like they just had a, a chartered tour where you were just with someone the whole time. And, you know, I mean, this was eighties China. They were, uh, they were there during uh, Tiananmen square. Um, so, you know, not, a not a whole lot of, uh, being chill. Um, but so yeah, they, they just had like a fucking hole. So you're yeah. just squatting over the hole. And I told you about whenever I went to Yellowstone that, uh, or, uh, yeah, Yellowstone that they've got the sign on there that are like, Hey, Chinese, please don't stand <laughs> on top of the toilet and squat into it. Uh, and I, I assume that that's because like that's their, their normal deal is, you know, that they're, they're squatting to go to the bathroom. And, and they live till they're very old. And that makes a ton of sense to me because I'm sure that's how people were doing it. Right. Initially, like during evolution, like the, the amount of time that human beings like in some form have been on the earth versus the amount of time we know what they're doing, like is way out of fucking whack. So the, <laughs> the part where we like uh, weren't eating wheat because we didn't know how to grow it and weren't shitting in toilets because we didn't have toilets. Like, that is an extremely long fucking time, and we're, like, still evolved to... We're designed to do those things, you know? Um, so... <coughs> the Squatty Potty is an elite Yeah, and if you experience. ever try it, you will immediately realize exactly how true this is. Like, it just fucking slides right out of As you. it's supposed to. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, the worst thing about it is, is I think a lot of people, because of phones, they might even be going the other way with it. Which is sort of this move, you know, kind of a lean forward. And in this move, like the shit, it's, it's inverted. You need to be kind of leaned back, feet up, so that you get the, gr the gravity. It's just an easy, but I think most people now are like fucking hunched over. And it's just, imagine yourself as like one of those books um, that you can open up and see inside the castle. And mm -hmm. You can see the flow of everything. Imagine yeah. your body is one of those, and and think of what is the best way for me to evacuate this feces. And I also just want to stop for a second on the fact that, no pun intended, um, your uh, old grandmother is like a uh, early version of a shit poster <laughs> in that she traveled to this foreign, beautiful land and uh, this exotic land on the other side of the world. And one of her diary entries was about how people shit. <laughs> can, can you believe this? <laughs> like, yeah, she's no, basically I tweeting. I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I bet that it's one of the top five wildest things she saw. Like, if you walked in and someone was like, here's our bathroom, and it was just a fucking hole in the ground, you wouldn't be like, holy shit. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I would be. But it's just funny that that's what was preserved yeah. of her memory and her trip. Fair enough. And handed down to you. Um, but yeah, so this is an amazing thing, but it's one of those things. It's like, uh, like the Hulu commercials about like, don't ever try Hulu because then, uh, you'll get accustomed to it. And if you don't have it, it's just fucking terrible. Um, that, that's where I am. If I take a shit and I'm not at home and I don't have my squatty potty and my wipes, <laughs> I feel like a goddamn barbarian. Yeah. I can't do it. 
Yeah, it's kind of like uh, whenever we first had Nora, we bought or maybe it was gifted to us like a wipe warmer. Yeah. It was only like 25 bucks, but a bunch of people were like, ah, you don't really want to do that. At least get super used to it because when you go on the road, they're going to freak out when that thing's not hot. And I thought ah, people's we have one uh, same deal i definitely did not be like you know what we should spend money on a wipe warmer but i could tell that she did not like the cold ones and i'm like well we got this thing here kind of a dick not to use it so we use it and uh she's fine whenever it's not she gets over it yeah i would think you just look at it as a little treat when you have it my issue was more that i found it to be like not super effective like it would dry them out a lot of the time. Like I want a hot, moist wipe, even if yeah, it's not my own asshole. Yeah, thing's a little asshole. bit of a bitch. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I just was kind of like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, uh, and then just started using it myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's an act you typically have to pay for, right there. That little, yeah. little warm, moist feeling on the old hiney hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So. You, what you're telling me is that you rigged up a system of pulleys in Mike's apartment and were hoisting your feet up <laughs> no, I, I wish. with a rig. <laughs> no, I just I, I need the I need to get a, a travel squatty potty. <laughs> folds. Yeah. I mean, you probably could do like a little. I would not do this, <laughs> but you know they have like those little. Uh, Maybe search the bathroom for extra rolls of toilet paper <laughs> and like put them in front so you can kind of put your feet on them. <laughs> when Kristen is hanging stuff in the house that doesn't require a ladder, she has like like one of those little pop out step stool things. Okay. It's only about. It's probably man eh, that might not get the job done because it's only probably about eight eh, inches. You know. And it and the Looks legs like fold up inside, and you just pop. Yeah, just whip them throw, out. Throw that in your bag when you're heading out the door. Uh, so you don't want to reveal anything about your trip, right? We have to wait until. Yeah, I don't know what their policy is, okay. but uh, that makes uh sense. you know, I figure I always like kind of keep it under my hat until it's out in the public. Uh, did you see the story about the reporter whose butt got grabbed on television? I saw the video of the reporter's button getting grabbed. Have you heard about the man who did the butt grabbing? Not at all. Well, his name is uh, Jeff Buttgrabber. Tommy Calloway. Castillo. And he was on CBS this morning. Uh, or maybe she was on CBS this morning. Uh-huh. He was on Inside Edition. Okay. Uh, he said, there was a misjudging character and decision making. I touched her back. I did not really know where I touched her. I did not see her facial reaction. I just kept on running. I did see her facial reaction. I would have been embarrassed. I'd have felt ashamed, and I would have stopped, turned around, and went back and apologized to her. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mr. Calloway, I believe, is a... uh, You want to guess? Police officer. I'll give you two more. School principal. Even better. Male pornographic actress. Youth minister. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And... uh, our good friend Jason brought this up the other day. I don't remember what story it was, but uh, essential kind of make me believe him. Essential to the one thirty news in its operation at the editorial desk. Since when did the website heavy.com become the person who would provide me five fast facts about everyone I who was inserted into the news I know. in the last two hours? Like, it's fucking awful. It's got every, it, it's awful, but it's fairly exhaustive. Like, they always have, like, oh, this dude went to high school here. Here's his social media profiles. Here's the time that, here's what he said about how I'm not racist, but on Facebook in 2014. And it just got everything, like, right away. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of remember heavy.com. As just like an aggregator? 
from like five years ago or something, like vaguely remember it. Maybe it was kind of a funny post type thing. And now pretty much all they do is if you're in the news. They want to be that first result. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Teacher student sex. Yeah. Uh, ass slapping youth minister. And I mean, I got the fucking rundown right here. Five. Fa- and they are pretty fast facts. And <laughs> to my knowledge, yes, facts. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i don't know uh do we do we need to be talking about this i don't mean like uh i'm, I'm against you bringing it up on you the just podcast. know i'm gonna hit anytime somebody I mean, from does the, church. the world need to like <coughs> you know this happened 20 years ago you wouldn't have heard about it and i think that that uh was probably the right call yeah probably but as someone who has my own opinions about uh youth ministers i may or may not have interacted with it's not. I mean, I certainly don't have some sort of axe to grind. If that's what you're implying, <laughs> if you'd rather talk about uh, here on the hypocrisy corner, the fact that uh, Britt McHenry is uh, suing the fuck out of Fox, yeah, after a bunch of really fucking habanero takes about Me Too and how women should just understand that this is part of it. Uh, whenever Fox I, uh, hired, I certainly have a tough time mustering a whole lot of sympathy for when, old Brit. Yeah, when Fox hired a, a 400-pound fucking meathead bodyguard to host a show called UnPC with her, surprise, he was sending her dick pics and uh, asking for her to let her tits breathe a little bit. And uh, yeah, now she's like, oh, I'm going to sue you because that's fucked up. And she's right. It is fucked up. It's just kind of weird. That she does she know that that filing is public, and that like so are all those tweets about yeah. her and me too, and how women need to buck up, Buttercup. Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, she, she did, I, I like your point is that it's inconsistent. Uh, I would say that I, I see a perfect consistency in that at every point she has done uh, the cynical thing that she believes would benefit Britt McHenry. So. Like if any time you have someone you're like wow this person seems like a bad person and all these uh these these things they they contrast like I her actions conflict that's one way of looking at it but like uh, if you just say like what's the most selfish thing I could do in this situation uh that's usually the answer you know like what's the most selfish thing I could do whenever other people are talking about me too talk about how they don't really actually have it that bad you know who's got a bad Brit McHenry. And then whenever someone's being bad to you, like, and doing Me Too stuff, it's like, well, you know, actually what's going on here is uh, something that's not good for old Britt McHenry. That's so. not really selfish, though. That's correct. But, uh, but I mean, like, no, I, no, uh, speaking out about workplace harassment is not something I'm against. I'm for speaking out against workplace harassment. Just kind of wanted to give you an opportunity to yeah, <laughs> clarify the record uh, there. But, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like... You know, it's it's it, it it is also the thing that's going to benefit her. You know, that's like true. At no the, point did she seem to stop and think, "Man, uh, this sucks. I should feel bad about all my opinions about women in this situation before me that I talked down to." Yeah, I don't think that she stopped and thought about that uh, much at all. But yeah, uh, you know, win your suit, baby girl. While we're talking about um, people that I don't really like, can I t- <laughs> can I tell you about a, a Lyft passenger? Uh, wasn't wasn't our buddy Landry, was it? <laughs> no. Um. So I uh, no he he was he was a perfectly polite uh, Lyft passenger. We had a great time okay. going out to Roanoke. Um. So yeah. Any talk if, of his divorce from uh? Who was it? 
Troy Aikman's agent or something. <laughs> did did he get divorced from Troy Aikman's agent? Weren't you like in the Fort Worth Roanoke area whenever you had the ride with those details? No, that was uh, that was like uh, around TCU. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was further north. No, no, it was, it was central Fort Worth. I just assume anytime you're in Tarrant County, you start getting Dallas socialite news <laughs> beans spilled. No, no, um, no. I had I had a woman who. Uh, you know, like a, she's at an apartment or whatever downtown and um, going out to the airport. So I pull up and she's got, uh, got a bag. And this is always something that I have kind of never real sure about like how to handle it. So I, I sometimes I do one, sometimes I do the other. But usually I fall on the side of opening the trunk from in the car and like remaining in the car because that's what I prefer. Like I don't like whenever the Uber driver jumps out and tries to handle my bag like i don't know it just i, I don't I, I feel very uncomfortable with it you yeah. know um i, I would I, agree i'm not someone who likes people like waiting on me i don't think that i'm like hot shit and need that and it seems like they're kind of like begging for tips when they do it and i'm like ah, i don't know maybe you could use the same fucking shield that you use for the uh, grocery driver and every time you take an uber with a bag have a baby <laughs> <laughs> what do you that mean? How, i think that's how you got uh you skirted oh yeah yeah <laughs> this guy is fucking baby. well i would help you but uh baby you can yeah. see just, the baby's just with you all the time no nah, i'm pretty sure uber does not allow you to bring a baby i mean it would be funny to try they're they're staunchly anti-parent is what i'm seeing yeah uh but so the uh the lady um you know like kind of looks at me in a way that i initially think is like a lot of times uh people will call an uber and then like appear somewhat surprised that a car with that description pulled up to their house <laughs> like yeah holy shit it's that car yeah. is, are you sure it's uh you sure it's this one oh, it's goddamn wizardry yeah <laughs> um i <laughs> I think I've I've been present when people did that before, but they were usually fucked up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you know, it, it happens a lot where yeah. they're like, like you, you know, you've got the exact car uh, with the exact license plate right. and everything else, and they'll still be like, "Are you are you my Uber driver?" That's and like awesome. confirming the name for some reason seems like normal and better. I think Uber even asked people to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas like the, the holy shit, is this, is this the car? Well, that, you got a for fucking, something about that makes me, you got a Hemi in this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> little knock on the hood. Ooh, I like what I see. It matches the, <laughs> the script. Um, but yeah, so I, I, she's staring at me and I, I assume that's why she's staring. Right. Yeah. Um, and she does it for a little while longer and I roll down the window and, uh, or she motions for me to roll down the window. And I assume what she's going to say is like, are you Thomas? Is this the correct car? And, uh, she says, I can get another driver if you're not going to help me with my bag. Oh, no. I'm like, is the first thing you are saying to the person who's helping you out, I can get another driver? Like, who the fuck is... Like, if you want me to help with the bag, be like, hey, uh, it's kind of a heavy bag. Would you mind helping? I'd be like, yeah, of course. I'd be happy to. I don't mind putting her bag in. Uh, but to, to just jump to, we could fucking fire you right now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like... You know, I always think it's funny too, uh, just from a cultural standpoint, how far we've we've come on this. And I guess taxis have been around for forever, so it's not that different from like, 
you know, every time we were talking to you, uh, even on the show today about like Uber Eats or Favor, it's like, oh, pizza delivery Chinese. Why is it any different to do it with this? Fair. But we've certainly ramped up the level at which you're comfortable allowing someone to drive you that you don't know. Yeah. And it's more, you know, widely accepted. If I were you, I would have been like, oh, my bad. I didn't know you needed help. And then uh, I would have got out and I would have put the bag in the back and then waited until we were uh, like on the freeway and been like, <laughs> you should have got a different driver <laughs> and then <laughs> killed both of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, do you understand this it. fucking death box that you're getting into with me completely at control? Yeah. And I just literally have I could take the you anywhere, slightest <laughs> uh, pressure per square inch. Maybe the police will find you before then. You want to you want to make sure? <laughs> Are you positive? Yeah, like uh, I don't know. Um yeah, so uh so she um uh, pulled that and I was thinking about it the whole rest of the ride because I certainly wasn't fucking talking to her. Um like I mean I I got out and like I did it and that was uh the end of my conversation with her. Like I I got back out and like pulled the bag back out once we were at the airport and uh just turned around, walked back and got back into the car cuz I don't know. It was like, the request was very reasonable. The way she delivered it was just so fucking rude and dismissive. and That's how that lady talks to everybody. Most likely. Yeah. And But I just, I, I can't, like, why fucking go through life like that? Like, what a fucking burden on the rest of the people around her that they have to deal with her ass every day. Of just, like, like it, it, the whole thing of, like, the Uber deal, I don't know, like, one of the worst parts about it is whenever people make you feel like that, you know, like, cause I, I think that what's going on there is that like a mutual service is being provided. And honestly, like the average person in the car acts much, much nicer than the average person in the rest of society. And yeah. I, I, I think that it's probably all of the same people, but it's that most people have an understanding that like, I'm doing you a favor by driving you and you're doing me a favor by paying me, but like, we're both getting something out of this and you know, like we're, we're now in this together. We're on the same team and like, you know, people, it's pretty rare that people do like treat you like you're the help and just whatever they do, it's just fucking, it, it, it drives me up a wall. And I was thinking about it. Uh, whenever, once, once like the ride is started, she can, uh, like, whenever it's done, she can rate me, you know? like in Rate. Rate, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, uh, hurt my potential <laughs> right, right, right. earnings going forward. Uh, they do not have that option for a canceled ride. <laughs> and Oh, that's a good point. Uh, in general, like, a large company like that, like, if you can, like, you... They're fairly dependable about like uh, getting you the service that you're looking for, but like if there's any aberration, like you're gonna have a hard time getting what you want out of them. Like just finding like the Uber helpline. Yeah, like yeah. like like whenever I have problems with my account, like there's one time that, like a bunch of rides showed up as like I'd missed the rides, but I never received the request, and like it it fucked up my shit. Like I couldn't see very. I don't know. I don't want to bog down with it, but so I tried to call them and like get it rectified and like it's you know fucking CIRS satellite company bad yeah. yeah um so my point is that if i if she had been like i can get another rider and i'm like sure you fucking can and pulled up my window and <laughs> peeled out of there hope you don't miss your flight there would like she would have had a real tough time doing anything about that other yeah. than getting another ride you know like it's not like she could put me zero stars or like cause problems for me they'd be like so you want to you have a problem with someone that didn't give you a ride like I don't, I don't think that they have like a way of processing that so you're the good guy 
<laughs> I, you could I mean, have gone in every little, situation. You, I do believe that's the case. You could have made things worse for her, and out of the good of your heart, it was more that it all happened pretty fast. I think that if the exact same thing happened again, I I, I probably would have just fucking seen how much smoke my tires could make. And she wasn't a cop, so you that's weren't right. in Uber conflict with cop mode, as we've heard so much about. Uh, that was a f- at the school, remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. I guess, like I said, I mean, the reason she you say it's a burden on everyone else, she doesn't even know that. Yeah, like that woman has been conditioned to think that that's in you know men, women, whatever. That you just talk to people that way for long enough, and you just assume that's the normal way to do it. Um, did you see the twelve thousand dollar or the hundred twenty thousand dollar banana? Uh yeah, like the, the headlines, <laughs> and some dude just ate it. Yeah, I mean you know that's it's always what the, it's not. It's not really my deal. Art basil yeah. or basil? I think it's basil, but I could be wrong. I don't know. It makes me think of soup. Soup? Yeah, like a little oh. fucking tomato basil, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I saw uh, Netflix had a, a horror film called Velvet Buzzsaw that was about the art world, and I. I found that to be interesting. It was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as an art critic, and it was just a bunch of art people doing art shit. And I don't know. I, like everyone else who's not in it, I, I I think it's ridiculous that they're all fucking. What I couldn't figure it out is if just the dude in a big circle with one person's dick and the other person's butt, just yeah. making a big yeah yeah. Big it's circle. an art artipede. Yeah, I couldn't figure out if the if the dude who ate the banana was a part of the bit. Because like I've. I would imagine you're going away for a while for that. I know he was, they say like performance artist. By the way, it's always been one of my favorite terms. Performance artist? Yeah, like because the best ones ever were uh, Dylan and Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But there's many many throughout history that have been wrongly labeled as something other than, you know, I mean, well, I probably don't need to go down that road any further. Yeah, I I guess I because I didn't really look at it. I I assume that the the guy yeah was involved in some way, and I don't know, man. I I kind of like to imagine that the po- police would show up and be like, the fucker ate a, ate ate a banana. Like, yeah, he'll reimburse you for the cost of the banana. How about that? Like the actual banana, not the one fifty, but like the you know one dollar and fifty cents. Um, you want to watch a Komodo vid? Yeah, I'd love I got to. a good one. I messaged it to you. Okay. You should have it in your iMessage. Uh, and then I have two more short things to tell you about before you have to, um, I think you since you did Houston, now you have to get to Atlanta. I have to participate seven, in child care is what I need to do. For your birthday? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I want to spend the, the birthday with my child. This one's fucking, this one absolutely rips right here. Hopefully it's still up there. Um, Looks like it was. Oh yeah, it's sensitive content. I don't know. That you know, one. going in that we're we're up for uh we're up for. I may uh, find it offensive uh, or disturbing. Are it's you not sure a fucking person watch it? though. All right. So I think that's oh, like. Oh, is that shit alive? It's alive. Yeah. Oh, it just blinked. <laughs> I think. Oh, it's blinking. Its tongue is moving. Holy fuck! We so, got a Komodo dragon just ripping something's ears out of its or its, it's brains a, out of its ears. It's a water buffalo. Holy shit! And. Uh, it's on Rinka this Island. This is fucking and, gnarly. Yes, he oh is. Oh my god! Pulling, he is basically pull, pulling his brain out of his head through his ear while the buffalo is still alive. Holy fuck! And I'm just going to continue every time I have evidence of it ah! to, <laughs> to prove to you 
that this is the most ruthless species that has ever. I gotta say, the, the water the buffalo seems like it could be putting up a little bit more of a protest than it is. Yeah, but it already got. <laughs> I mean, it's about Let's half a brain. Break. That's yeah. No, he's kind of got to digest. Down, he just fucking please, licked his God, lips. Let me lay down <laughs> to get. Get some of that fucking brain off. <laughs> no, just, <laughs> the, 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 the water buffalo looks like Dana Carvey's massive head wound Harry from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, just ripping the fucking shit. brain right out of the ear. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, like, whenever, uh, whenever, all, like, Henry's got, like, uh, too much hair and, like, he's shedding or whatever, and I'm trying to, like, kind of get it off him, and he'll kind of, like, shake, be like, fucking leave me alone. Like, that is the amount of uh, uh, distress that the water buffalo is showing. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused well, I by mean, this. I mean, he's resigned to the fact that this is, this is done for. Well, but this is how I go. The Komodo is a... Is a he's, oh, he takes God. his time. Yeah, like, what's... Uh, is it, uh, like, in a tar pit or something? Yeah, it looks like it got caught into some mud or something like that. Quicksand, most likely. Quicksand <laughs> is possible. Uh because I assume that's why the Komodo is able to uh, to to do this. Um, I have a dealer's choice here because we only have like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, real quick. Uh, yes. so you're just gonna keep watching that. I think this story is a couple years old, but I only heard about it recently because there's a movie out right now called Wild Rose. Okay. And I think it's about uh, like a, a country singer, like a lady who wants to make it in Nashville. By the way, have you seen, did you do the Irishman yet? Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. Can I give it a B minus? Uh, yeah. B minus is probably like the high. That's okay. about as high as I'd be willing to go. I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. But I didn't hate it. I feel yeah. like I've seen it before. I thought it was pretty cool that a lot of it was uh, somewhat historically accurate. I know in some areas it's not, but I don't know that much about like the mob. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I certainly like the, uh, the story. You know, I, I like all labor stories. That one don't make us look real good, though. Correct. Um, There's a lot of them that don't make us look real good. Lo- any any Pesci in my life, it's going to be tough for that to sink into the sea level. Yeah. I'm going to probably have to give it a B. Uh, yeah. Did you realize who it is that's playing Fat Tony, Anthony Scalerno? The uh, guy with the cigar that's like eventually turns on uh, on De Niro and Hoffa to the point where he's like, this dude's got to go. Fat guy, real fat guy. He's at the wedding. He's bald. He's got a cigar. I don't think You know so. the character I'm talking about? No. Okay. Well. I remember. Uh, it's crazy when you see it. I don't know if you know who Sebastian Manicalso is. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm a huge fan. Oh, yeah? I've told you that before. I don't think you have. Dude, all we watch at home is stand-up. I, I almost went to go see him. Really? Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've watched a couple of his specials and like I would watch another one of his specials and like I don't know like it's it's one of those things that like I watch but like I think it's probably really bad. So I like, think it's, it's entertaining but yeah. like one I think his worldview is like absolutely incorrect. Oh for sure. And two like I'm very confused by the amount like like his whole bit like I can't even rest a baby. That that and but like the it's so fun- Baby, it's the the exaggerated <laughs> movement, you know. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, he's where physical. he's like got to step over something. Like I, I, I like him though, man. On the one hand, like I fundamentally don't think it's funny. On the other hand, like 
just whenever he's doing it, I'm like, I do want to watch this. Yeah, no, we've, I've <laughs> seen two know. of his specials, and I and I enjoyed both of them. Uh, yeah, and I I would watch a third. I I usually am like, like it's 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 good stuff to watch while baked because like it's you, you don't need any more brain power than that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, he, him being in it, I was like, holy shit, that's him. I'm gonna give you one more on that front. I'm here to tell you that Dice has some fucking great material. Yeah, no, you, you did tell me that. On I, I, I don't believe it. The Dice I, Man Cuff is legitimately uh, funny. I saw the the Entourage seasons with him in it, and you know. Okay. Whenever Entourage is presenting a guy, Anthony like, Salerno is the dude on the right. Mob guy. He was heavily featured towards like the back half of the movie when they were like, uh, they had to go see him in New okay. York, and he. Do you know who that is? I don't think so. That's fucking Herc. Oh yeah. But they really? Put, they put like a fat suit made on him and made him look fifty years older. And at like some point during the movie, I was like, "God damn, that!" Voice I don't even really see it now. To me. So there was the fact when I realized that was Herc, and then Action Bronson's debut oh, in a yeah. Scorsese that film, was fucking selling caskets mwah. to De Niro. I was like, "Holy shit!" There's yeah, I saw there's like two hundred million dollars of salary in this movie, and I'm very excited about the guy from uh, from the mixtapes. Yeah. Uh, I saw it like the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, it, it started out where like uh, I was at Megan's parents' house, and so like me and Megan and her parents were like, "Let's sit down and watch the Scorsese movie." Everyone, you know, that whole group, like fucking Scorsese movie. In uh, you want to guess how many of the four made it to the end? You. <laughs> it was just me. <laughs> we we um, divvied it up into two parts. We had to. But uh, no, I, I I made it through in one sitting. I left my phone in the other room and uh, just Atta fucking boy. knocked it out. Uh, but, but at, it was towards the end, like, uh, where Judy was like kind of going in and out and like, just because Megan was asleep and I was the only one there, I just, I, I had no one else. So I just turned to her and I'm like, holy shit, that's action Bronson. Yeah. And she's like, what's that? I'm like, <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, it's like this alien show he used to do. <laughs> yeah. Man, still. So you've never seen Bong Appetit? Still top five show i've ever seen in my life or, uh fuck that's delicious is action bronson Bong yeah Appetit's but i'm talking about whenever show. he fucking shit on the crowd at dada <laughs> yeah walked out an hour late i don't care i was not there i just uh just put on the fucking rap it. beats and let me do the songs yeah and did them and walked out through the front door and uh Amazing. Did, did the last song from the front door right he did from the front doorway did did several of the songs just at the bar <laughs> yeah. sitting on a bar stool uh holy shit uh mary steenberger steenberger steenbergen steenberger right certainly one of the two the extremely hot uh 60s i think she's probably in her late 50s early 60s actress mary mm-hmm. dancing's Dancin, wife heavy heavily featured on curb and uh stepbrothers i yeah exactly i think that <laughs> she wants the young bull uh <laughs> so i think this story's been out for a couple years but i think that it culminated in this uh, soundtrack for this movie wild rose i read a story yesterday about how she had a let me see if i can pull the actual article up so i don't screw this up she had a surgery i believe it was an arm surgery uh a few years back in 2009 oh tony salerno is the one that's pitching pesci on that they gotta kill hoffa right yes. that's him because he's okay. a real mob guy yeah. yeah well i mean so is pesci yeah i know i'm just saying hoffa and uh de niro not being but yeah, I mean, De Niro like pretty much is, but right. yeah. So this is back in 2009, and she had a routine uh, surgery 
And when she went, and I should say, sorry, you're good. Uh, before we leave the uh, Irishman thing, to promote other things on the network, uh, Trey asked me to talk about. It. I did talk about it with Trey. So, uh, Films Cast sixty four, also on the Blowout Network. If you would like nice. to hear more thoughts on the Irishman, uh, including what uh, what Trey thought of it, that is available. Okay, it's Steen Bergen, and this is two thousand seven, and this is kind of along the lines of like, did you ever get like into Oliver Sacks at all? No, I like he was on Radio is. Lab and Fresh Air like twice okay. a year, and he wrote about, um, like you know, if you have a stroke, the different parts of your brain that can be like he had a you you know his voice if you heard it because he has a really bad speech impediment. Okay, um, but he was like he wrote about the brain and just the, all the incredible things your brains could your that your brain could do and uh, things like strokes. He had a neurological disorder. Uh, and wrote about just how his brain changed afterward. And it's this is similar to that in that, did you know that in 2007, I think 2007, I'm seeing conflicting reports on 7 and 09, that Mary Steenbergen underwent a routine surgery on her arm that required a general anesthetic, and when she woke up, could only experience her thoughts and music. I've heard something about this, yeah. Like that I, she couldn't play an instrument and had never done like that part of entertainment. Like she didn't, out of, from what I've read, not like in theater, she wasn't a singer mm -hmm. and she woke up and was going crazy all day and all night because she could only experience her thoughts in sing song form. Yeah. And decided under an alias to start trying to write songs and apparently got much like you know, uh, shallow as stars born, like the main song in this movie, Wild Rose, which may, it may have been out for a little while now, um, is her song. Hmm. Like she composes whole albums, and I've always been trying to quiet. I guess the insanity that comes with something going wrong in your brain. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's the best fucking premise for a piece of music I've ever heard in my entire life. I was, I just was always very fascinated as a kid. Like as a kid, uh, you know, I I, I uh, really figured that, uh, you know, um, one day I'd be touring with Corn. You know, I don't know if they'd be opening or I'd be opening. Hard to say. Uh, maybe maybe at the beginning I would be opening, and then like a couple years later, like they would join me on tour and they would be opening because well, like I had kind of come up. Much like uh, me just wanting to cover kicks, I just wanted to tune guitars. <laughs> yeah, nah, guitar I'd, tech. I had big dreams. Um, and so I like, and I I heard of the concept. Like I understood, I, I'd seen something about how, like, there's a specific part of your brain. Like, if that part is large enough, then you have perfect pitch. And like, I definitely have uh, no special musical talent. I cannot recognize notes just by hearing them. I don't have any fucking clue what any note is. Uh, but so like that that whole concept. Like I had a friend at the time who like you know if you pluck something she'd be like oh yeah it's an e sharp yeah you know and that's uh like always fucking blew my mind and i i understood like the mechanics of it and so yeah you know i assume that like any of these things like where you know someone like wakes up with a chinese accent or whatever yeah um i i, I think that that's like just that something in your brain got scrambled or whatever and um yeah i don't know i don't know uh that's very that, of all the things me, to be stuck with like suddenly having musical ability like Kind of seems like a good one, but maybe yeah, it's one of those monkey's paw kind of wishes. It, I think that's 100% what it yeah. is, especially if it's to the, the degree that it sounds like it was for her, Yeah, which is that it's not just when you want it, you're thinking in it, you can't talk in it. When people talk to you, you hear 
<laughs> their words in musical form. And it made me think of, I haven't been able to find this, so I'm putting out the call. There was an SNL sketch in like 99 called The Procedure mm -hmm. with Willem yes. Dafoe and Will, yes. and Will Ferrell where you could get your favorite song. Yes. You could get an implant in your head to have your favorite song play 24-7. I think it's on the uh, the best of Will Ferrell DVD set. Okay, yeah, that's I've, certainly out I've, there. But... I've definitely seen it a couple times, and I think maybe Willem Dafoe got working for the weekend or something. Yes, but that's I know what it was. Will Ferrell got private eyes. Yeah, and he's crying and clapping <laughs> every time the claps yeah. come around. He's just weeping in his cubicle. Yeah, private eyes. Uh, and then last thing in our remaining moments here. Um, I don't think I, I don't think we really ever actually talked about this on the podcast. I know I told you about it off the air. I think we even talked about it a little bit on Bad Radio. But man, uh, it was a low bar because when I met my wife's three half sisters, they were like eight, six, and four or something. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty. It's been weird to be my age and experience a twice a year meeting with people who are now like 18, 16, and 14 or 18, 16, and 15. Mm -hmm. Because they literally became people in the time that I've known them. Yeah. But they're not my kids and I only see them every six months to eight months. Yeah. Um, one, so have I told you the tattoo story yet? No. Uh, so they two of them stayed with us uh, the night after, because we were talking about how you wanted me to kick one of them out of the bed. Did, then I thought we did talk about this on the podcast. We that's talked, how we, oh, okay, maybe we did. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember you, the tattoo thing? Yeah. I don't remember the tattoo thing. Yeah, just whenever we were sitting there, sitting down to watch some YouTube vids. and uh, I remember you guys talking about YouTube vids. And watching some Vine compilations when I kicked my slipper off. Uh-huh. And they're like, what's on the bottom of your foot? Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, it's, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard a little peep. They're like, shut up. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I have a tattoo uh, commemorating my love for a rapper Lil Peep, and they're like, shut the phones out. <laughs> yeah. like they all wanted pictures of it to send. Like, they were right. I had about That's a appropriate two minute run as cool brother in law. Yeah, that was backed up with. Uh, in addition to reminding people that dice is not that bad. How many feet do you have? Two. You think I need a Juice World tattoo? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a bad idea, but it feels kind of played out. I told you they wouldn't let me get tased on White Elephant this year. Really? Yeah, I was told that's a no go. Why not? I don't know, because apparently, like, it's there's a small chance that you could be like incapacitated to the point where you need like real medical attention. So maybe next year I can get like a stun gun. Different rules for podcasts, and you know I carry one on me. So if you're interested, um, if you have the opportunity to do so. Like I almost wish Bob or Dan would do this with their kids, but I don't know if you want this on your kids. All of us who are in our thirties or forties right now, we need to remember that we lived through the greatest television show of all fucking time. And I will make it my personal mission from here to four to make sure that every kid who is currently high school age right now has seen at least five hours of jackass in their life. Yeah, that's appropriate. It's just I think that everyone would like it. Who's who's the person? That, I mean, you know, like weird, weird church folks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But man, people with just a lot sitting of down guilt. and reliving that was like the first time since you know my kid is not and probably never will be in a position where they give a shit about anything that I actually liked. Sitting down and sharing the gift of CKY and Jackass with high school age students twenty years after the fact. 
It just warmed my heart, man. Yeah, and I, I told it you this. It just made me feel so good. I don't know. Uh, I, They're I'm, laughing. We're laughing. Yeah. It's a great time. I'm interested if you agree. I I feel like uh, they did enough a good enough job with uh, the movies that like I don't know it kind of really is the best stuff. Like if you're if you're just trying to find like what's what's a good representation, I would say thrown on the movies is a great place to start. Yeah, it is. It's it's a good rep, as you said representate representative best of. But I'm a hipster though. For I'm a jackass hipster. Yeah. You know I want to I want the B, and I want. Raytheon and mustard. Just tell me and one question. Did you show them? I already know the answer to this. You don't got the fucking guts. The dude fucking diarying on the window. No. I knew you didn't have I the didn't. guts. I didn't do that one. What a fucking puss. No, I did do... Uh, we did find uh, the Ryan Dunn race car. Okay. But that's more of just an x-ray. <laughs> yeah. There's always next holiday season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to wait till the youngest one's 18. Yeah. So that you can't, uh, there's got to be a law against showing 14-year-olds people shitting on windows. There was a point where I slightly considered, is anything I'm doing here below the board? Like if if you, if they're saying tomorrow in front of the parents, <laughs> like, uh, you know, it was really cool was Jake showing us guys shitting on windows. I, I could see that causing waves. Yeah, and there's also the one where somebody sticks their dick into like a panorama and has a snake bite it. And that's one of my favorite <laughs> ones. And I thought, yeah, it's a dick. Yeah, can't, can't, do a dick. can't show it. It's got a dick. All right, we'll have a Patreon for you uh, tomorrow or something. Happy birthday. Thank you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.